Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. We have made it another week and we are almost at the end of the year. And that is crazy. So we're going to sit down and talk about my top 10 albums and all that good stuff because these 10 individuals, oh, they ate it up. They ate it up. And I was just going to focus on them. Like I wasn't even going to do a weekly run up, but we're going to discuss Senator Joe Manchin and President Biden's economic agenda because what? I'm a nerd and I'm going to update you on that stuff and let you know what's going on. But before we get into all that, I'm your host, Zach Iconic Thomas. You can follow me at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas to see my beautiful face. You can follow the show Instagram at So Far So Hood Show. And be sure to give us a rating on whatever. Now, I guess we're doing ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Ooh. Ooh. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. But Yeah. The topic for the day is, of course, the best albums of 2021. So we're about to get into the weekly run-up. Let me put on my shoes. Come on, let's do it. Oh, this shit right here. This is some bullshit. So to start off the weekly run up, the only thing we will be discussing is the fact that the quote unquote Democratic senator from West Virginia pretty much stated on Fox News. Yes, Fox News of all places that he would not be voting in favor of Biden's economic agenda, which is called the Build Back Better plan. Now, many people might be asking, oh, why is this bad? Why is this bad? Um, this is actually really treacherous considering the plan was going to give billions of dollars to climate action. It was going to help with childcare. It was going to have universal preschool. It was going to have so much to help with even college and making college more affordable. Like it had so much stuff in there and there's only 50 Democratic senators So they needed every single vote because none of the Republicans, no, they're not even going to help. They are not trying to be helpful at all. Their key is to obstruct. So the Republicans, no, not one of them. They're not going to do anything. So, yeah, we needed every single Democratic senator. And, yeah, Joe Manchin is saying no after months and months of negotiation with the president it's so foul and it's so bad that just because of Joe Manchin now Medicare won't be expanded to include dental and hearing aids and all that stuff because of Joe Manchin now the child tax credit which is helping solve the issue of child poverty now that won't be because Senator Joe Manchin is very busy paying attention to lobbyists and the special interests and not the citizens of West Virginia 
or the American people at all. So it's very, it's very low down. It's very dirty. Oh, <laughs> you say I'm a dog, but it take one to know one. <laughs> oh, man. You see, this, this is what politics is. This is what politics is. And the fact that he did it on Fox News. Like, come on now. It was obviously like a whole thing for him to get more coverage. And that's what he's getting if that's what he wants. And he is stating that maybe he'll vote for it if they redo the whole thing. After it passed the, the House, he wants the whole thing to be redone because there's elements in the bill to where there are going to be one-year programs, two-year programs. And Senator Manchin is saying those programs are not going to be only one year. They're going to get they're going to get extended for at least 10 years or something. So he is looking at it as if every single program is going to be 10 years long. And he's saying once y'all expand these programs, it's going to add to the deficit. Because as of now, as the bill, as what the bill is presenting, it's not going to add to the deficit. And the bill is actually going to help inflation. And it was going to be paid for by raising taxes on the biggest corporation corporations and those with the highest incomes so this bill was just an all-around great thing and it was gonna kill three birds with one stone but you know now it's up in the air because of one senator from west virginia west virginia not virginia west virginia (laughs) if there's any people who listen to this in west virginia please get your dude Please get your dude, bro. Please get your dude. We about to go into our topic. We're about to talk about these albums and the best albums of the year because this right here, uh, this is just a horrible way to end off the year before Christmas. He did this on purpose. He should be ashamed of himself. We're about to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with our topic for the day. Ugh. We are back with the top 10 albums of 2021. Now, I have been waiting for this all year because, like I said in my last podcast episode, I really love ranking my music and then looking back at what my music taste was like. And this year, I'm very, um, I'm very, I'm satisfied. I'm actually surprisingly satisfied because at the beginning of the year, I was thinking it was going to be a bad year for the music industry. Just because 2020 was such a powerful year, especially for like big projects, like you had Plastic Hearts, you had Folklore, you had Sawayama, you had Future Nostalgia. So you had all these hard hitter albums. And this year, it took me a while to get settled in to the the way music was going to be released and who was going to be releasing that music. But I'm definitely satisfied. So we're going to start. All right. Pause for dramatic effect. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We have number 10, which is Lately I Feel Everything by Willow. Willow Smith. 
So, yes, this album is punk rock gold. Like, it, it, it gives you everything that you need to be given. Like, who doesn't love Willow? Willow has always been someone who has just been a pop icon, even when I was younger. And to see her grow and to mature as an artist, it's actually very, it's very amazing. The beginning track in this album, Transparent Soul, is so good. Like, what the hell? The instrumentation is, I don't know who produced this album, but they really went there, okay? They really put their knees in this album. <laughs> they put their knees in this album. And then you have beautiful vocals in, song, in the song Come Home, which Willow, I don't know who is working with her on her vocals, but this is not the same girl who sung with my hair. Willow is not the same person who sung with my hair, and it shows in this album. Also, Grow with Avril Lavigne, that's the gem. That's the gem. You know how every single album has a gem and it just shines bright. Every single time you listen to the album, that one song, it just it shines bright and you wait for that one song. That's Grow featuring Avril Lavigne because a banger, a banger. Willow, it, it, it was, that wasn't necessary. It was not necessary. And then to get Avril Lavigne on that song, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. And of course, thank, thank you for releasing the album because a lot of people did not release albums. But Willow, you came and you slayed. Now let's move on to number nine. Number nine, we have Solar Power by Lord. Now, Solar Power is not, this is not our first time talking about Solar Power. I believe we discussed it when it was first released. But yeah, I thought it would be higher ranked than this, but it is not higher ranked. It is number nine. And that's because towards the end of the album, it just gets kind of repetitive in a way. However, even though it's repetitive, it's repetitive, repetitive gold. Like Lord's vocals are so crisp, but they're clean. It reminds me of like when you wash your clothes and then you put them in the dryer and then you, you throw in a lot of dryer sheets. And then once you're done with that, it just smells so fresh and so good. That's what this album gives me. That's what Solar Power gives me. Also, this album tastes like cucumbers. It just tastes like water and just freshness. This album is very bright. And it has a lot of bangers like The Path. Oh, I love that song. I love that song. It's so relaxing. Solar Power, of course, is good. California. Stone at the Nail Salon. One of Lord's best vocal performances by far. Like, that's what I mean when I say this album has a lot of ups and downs. And towards the end, I don't feel like it's as good as the beginning. However, it does not take away from the album as a whole being fucking amazing. Like, Lord, she came and she ate. And then Mood Ring, you already know that's my girl. You already know that's my girl. So, Solar Power by Lord, of course, one of the best projects of the year. And I'm not taking it back. I'm not taking it back. I said what I said. Number eight. Now, number eight, I'm ready. I'm ready for this one. Number eight, we have Zara Larson, Poster Girl. Yep. Yep. Yep, a shocker and someone who snuck into the top 10 list. Zara Larson is someone who releases hits, okay? You you might not know who she is personally, but you have to know one of her songs 
never forget you wow lush life yeah those are all big hits all right those are big hits you've probably heard her on the radio and this new project which was released towards the beginning of 2021 and then when i first listened to it i wasn't really that amazed with it but as i kept listening to it and as the year progressed this album is amazing zara larson this is what pop music is supposed to be and then she mixed in like she added a sprinkle of r&b like oh i saw you i saw you she added a sprinkle of r&b in there and it's oh this album is spicy it has this is a no skip album actually there's no skips on this album because every single song is really fucking good you have the intro love me land which is insane the production on that song is insane and then you go into just these amazing ass pop hits like right here oh my gosh that makes me want to like just go to a disco party and just motherfucking i don't know she really did this girl you did this you ate this up also the song stick with you Mm, 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 mm. it's all about you know just having this image of love that's what i interpret this album of as and that's why it's called poster girl because it's all about this image and what things are presented as and versus what they actually are so zara larson this is actually a really cute fucking project congratulations you deserve your tens now we have number seven and number seven i really feel my inner fangirl about to come out because bruno mars yes yes oh oh let me tell you something i have recently hopped on the bruno mars train and when i tell you this project called an evening with silk sonic which is of course, a collaboration project with Anderson Pack is really fucking good. No joke. Like, I feel like I could play this album for so many people and they would be impressed because they really took their time with how they created these songs. Because let me tell you something. The song Smoking Out the Window, you probably have heard of it. It's something that people have looked for all their life. They're like, what's the perfect song? What's the it's smoking out the window? Yep, yep, yep. And if there weren't so many amazing songs already created this year, it probably would have been on my top 10 songs of the year. However, this song is fucking insane, it's very theatrical. This album is produced down to the motherfucking ground. Okay, Bruno, I don't know who <laughs> y'all, this is it's not it's not a joke, it's not a joke. And then, of course, it gives you so much black culture and it gives you so much soul in Bruno's vocals. Mm-hmm. And also Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack, when I hear his voice, it just satisfi- it satisfies me. It ge- it feeds me. It They cleaned this plate and left with no crumbs. And I did not expect this album to be so high up on my list. But it is. It is. It is because it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of work. Now, number six. Okay. Here we go. Number six, we have 
Adele 30. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number six is actually a really good spot because don't take anything away from Adele and what she has done this year. Because I Adele's always number one, period. When she comes when it comes to album sales, when it comes to streams, she's always up there. However, as it compares to all the projects released this year, 30 was not the thing that really captivated me the most. However, it captivated me a lot. This album is fucking amazing. Adele did what she had to do because it's Adele. Like, what? It's literally Adele. This song is packed with bangers in the best vocal performance of the year, hands down. There's no discussion about it. Definitely the best vocal performance. Because you have songs like To Be Loved, which is literally made just to blow you out of the water. That's what the song was made for. Adele was like, I'm making this song just to blow you out of the water. And that's what she did. My AirPods were shaking. They were shaking and they were begging to be helped because her vocals, Adele. And then you have bangers like Cry Your Heart Out, I Drink Wine, and Can I Get It? Can I Get It is one of Adele's best songs. Yep. It is. It is. That song is so good. The beat to it. And then her vocals when she's like, when will you run with me? And then you, she like stretches the word out and you can hear her harmonies. Oh, oh, it's gold. It's gold. This is what music is all about. And Adele, she presents that in every single one of her projects. And this album was very personal and she was very vulnerable in the lyrics. The lyrics are fucking stunning. So yes, number six, Adele, 30. The best-selling album of the year, may I add. Rightfully so. So every single thing that Adele gets, she deserves. That's my girl. That's my girl. And one thing I want to say, Adele has always been beautiful. And just because she has lost weight does not make her any more beautiful than she was before. And I've noticed that in the medium, how they are, they're so quick to take pictures of her now as if she was not beautiful whenever she was singing Hello or Rolling in the Deep. Like, no, we need to cut that shit out. Adele has always been beautiful. So, mm-mm, mm-mm. Number five, we have the, we're in the top five now. This is the, this is the big leagues. This is the big leagues, all right? Number five, we have Still Over It by Summer Walker. You know, you know she was here. You know she was on the list. You know she was on the list. You were just waiting for her name to be said. It's Summer fucking Walker. It's Summer Walker. This album is an hour of greatness. You know how hard it is to make an album that's an hour long, that's good from the beginning to the end? That's what Summer Walker did. And she manages to make R&B songs not sound the exact same. And you can... You can pinpoint how this woman creates her work. And she's like, okay, I want this song to mean this. I want this song to mean that. And I want it to all go cohesively together to tell a story. And that's why this album is so good because she starts off in one place. And by the end of the album, she's in a different place and and she's in a different mindset. And that's what a body of work is supposed to do. It's supposed to tell a story. And that's what Summer Walker did. And it's everything. 
this album is everything. It makes me want to chew my gum and get an attitude. That's what this album makes me want to do. It makes me want to chew some gum and get an attitude and just feel myself and be confident in the fact that if a relationship does not work out, it does not determine who you are as a person or as a bad bitch at all. And that's what this album shows. We have hits. Hits. X for a reason. Yeah, I remember when people were like, oh, this song isn't good. This song isn't good. Nah, you're psyching yourself out. You're psyching yourself out. The album is amazing. I mean, <laughs> that song is amazing. Do not psych yourself out. No love. Banger. Circus. Banger. Constant bullshit. Oh, I, I need an aspirin. I need an aspirin because that song right there is nothing to be played with. Chloe's year. One of the best pieces of music to ever be created and to ever be heard by my black man ears. This is music to a black man's ears, okay? That's what this is. The Closure is one of the best songs I've ever heard. She did that down. They produced that down. And also, Broken Promises. It's just a, from tip to the... <sighs> Summer, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. From the tip to the end mesmerize the mesmerize okay <laughs> number four we have planet her by doja cat everybody's favorite artist all of a sudden and i've been listening to doja cat for so long and now that she's all big and famous everyone loves doja cat but no i've been writing with doja cat for a long time so when she releases a, a project it really is a moment for me so this album, I really had a rocky relationship with at first because I really am a hot pink fan, which was her first album. Because that album, ooh, ooh, ooh. But hot pink, it was just this, this genuine presence of Doja Cat and the way she made her songs. It just, it was such a time. It was such a motherfucking time. So when I first heard this album, I was not a big fan at first. However, this album album has grown on me more than any piece of work that at first I was like, oh, I don't like it. But now I stand. I stand. And it's because she presented an era and she was everywhere. She performed it. She had music videos. She really had good presentation in her work. And all the songs in this album, I love them now. I love them now because they grew on me individually because I felt like I had time to actually sit with the songs and listen to them and understand what they're about. Woman, woman, people know, people know what it's about. Need to know? Come on now. Get into it, yeah? I don't do drugs. It's, it's, it's a showstopper. That's what this album is. This album is a showstopper. And people need to know it. People need to know it. It's nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. And she might win. She might really win. And it's going to be a moment if she does. This album is really fucking good, Doja. Ooh. Ooh. Now we have the top three. Third place. Second runner-up. Okay. Second runner up for album of the year 
is Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's over. It's over. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. My girl rose. She rose. She ate and she rose. I did not expect Olivia Rodrigo to be this high up by the end of the year. But Sour is a pop moment. And it was something that revolutionized the pop industry. And I don't say that to be, I don't say that as an exaggeration. I say that because it did. Like I mentioned earlier when I was discussing Olivia Rodrigo, like towards the beginning of like when she was visiting the White House and stuff, this woman's team is so good at marketing her and marketing her music and always being on top of the trends, like being on top of the TikTok trends, which talk shows for her to be on, what YouTube shows that she needs to do. She has a team. She has a team. Olivia Rodrigo, she definitely, besides Taylor Swift, she has the best team of 2021, hands down. Hands down, because they did that. And once you push an album and you actually get people to listen to it, it does great. It does great. In this album, it did numbers. Her tour is doing numbers. And this album is genuinely a good piece of work. And it's something that's going to age really well because good for you. A viral hit. Deja Vu, a viral hit. Driver's License, a viral hit. And you have all these viral hits on this album. And once you step aside and remove that, you get into the good parts of this fucking project. Like Jealousy, Jealousy. Oh. One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, which is a sample of New Year's Day by Taylor Swift, which is why the song is just something that I am obsessed with. Once you get past the fact that it also has hits and good moments, she's giving you ballads. She's giving you punk rock. Oh, oh, it's over. Game over. Game over. Now, number two, number two for album of the year Second place, first runner up is Tanache 333. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because who else? Who else? Tanache is an independent artist. She is an independent artist. And this album is something that from the moment I heard it, I was like, oh, this, this is something sickening. This is something sickening. On the initial listen, I was like, this album is fucking insane. Future, futuristic RB. Are you kidding me, Tanache? Are you kidding me? You think you can just do that? You think you just skate on by and pass everybody up and then get first runner up? Tanache as an independent artist? Yep. And it's because she has songs on here that are something very dangerous. Like the song Undo, one of the best songs of 2021. Wow. 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 That's all I can say. Also, Bouncing, Last Call, Pasadena, literally makes me want to go cross-eyed because all these good pieces of music and also the formation of the album, it's great. It tells a story, which is, like I said, I love that. And you, it brings you through all your moods. I love an album that really takes you through all your moods. It goes from like party, you can feel vulnerable, you can feel, you can feel happy, you can feel sad. It brings you through every single emotion. 
And then by the end, she leaves you off with it's a wrap. And it's so good. It's so smart. And it's so genius. Tanache333. Don't play with her. Don't play with her. Now, here we go. This is it. This is the this is the one. This is the one. The best album of 2021. And there's no discussions about it. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> it is Star Crossed by Casey Musgraves. Oh hell yeah. Oh yep. Oh hell yeah. Yep. Oh hell yeah. Because this right here, this is what it's supposed to be. This is what it's supposed to be. When you release music, this is what you're supposed to do. When you release a follow-up album after I can't even get my motherfucking words out. And when you release a follow-up album after winning album of the year at the Grammys, this is how you do it. Casey Musgraves, Star Cross. One of the best pieces of work I've ever heard in my life. Definitely in the running for maybe even potentially being one of the best albums of the decade. Who knows? This album is fucking exceptional. Because not only did she make an album, but she released a whole movie with it. She released a whole visual. And it's so good. Casey Musgraves. I am a Casey Musgraves stan. She is on my stan list. And when I tell you I want to see Casey Musgraves in concert so bad, just because I love this album and... It's because you have songs on here that are just so good and so well made and they're well written. They're well produced. She sounds amazing. She looks fucking flawless in the visual. It tells a cohesive and simple story about romance and growing from it. Cherry Blossom. Oh, 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 throw that ass music. That's throw that ass music. Simple times. Throw that ass music. Justified. Come on now. Is is there even anybody who like I understand people have their own opinions, but there is a difference between having a, an opinion and being wrong. And for you to say that Casey Musgraves is not one of the best songwriters of the year and has probably the best album of the year is crazy. And that's that's me talking directly to the recording academy because for her to not be nominated for album of the year is sick it's sick and it needs to be discussed it's disgusting because this is the best album of 2021 no discussions about it there we go we have the top 10 albums of 2021 with the best album being casey musgraves star frost rightfully so it's been a long year of music i'm excited for 2022 and to see what the girls have to offer all these pieces of music. They really mean a lot to me. And music is such a beautiful thing in life. And you can speak through your music. You can live through your music. And everyone has their different opinions and has their different passions. And that's something that I really love about pop culture and how we have all these different artists telling all these different stories. So that's why it's so important for me to, at the end of the year, really shine light on all these different pieces of work because people work their asses off 
and these are actual human beings and people think oh they have all this money it's da, 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 it's fine no people actually be getting looked over and they actually feel really sad about that shit regardless if they're famous so i'm gonna make sure i give my face their tens at the end of every single year and these are the best albums hands down we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll get back with zach excellence We are back with Zach Excellence for the week. And this week, Zach Excellence is dedicated to Jalen Mickey Rodriguez. Jalen is the first openly gay black man elected in Texas. I don't know how you get elected in Texas, but it sounds hard as hell. He also defeated somebody who was already in office. So, yes, well-deserved. He is a councilman from San Antonio District 2. He majored in communications and went to the University of Texas. (laughs) He's also a former math teacher. Instead, he would be taking his experiences and perspectives of his students with him into City Hall. He is quoted by saying, my term is going to be about the future that I've seen in my students and the optimism and hope that they deserve to have and deserve to maintain. As a teacher, I've gotten the opportunity to prepare my students for the world that exists. And now as a councilman, I'll be working every single day to build a city that they deserve. And also, when he was younger, he was... In every single extracurricular club, which is something I can relate to, because that was me. I was always doing stuff, signing up for stuff. Also, he attended high school in Kentucky. So, you know, it's, it's never easy for black gay men to just grow up anywhere. But in Kentucky, it's definitely not easy. And he's definitely one of the most influential African-Americans so far. And he's just, he's himself while still holding office. And I love that. And that's something that really inspires me. So we have come to the end of this episode. It's been a long year for music. It's been a long year for politics. But our next episode is the last episode of the year. It's insane. It's crazy. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Zach underscore iconic underscore Thomas. You can follow the show Instagram at so far so his show. And be sure to check in with me next week to make sure our lives stay so far so hood. And yeah, eat your vegetables, be good, and get your booster shot. All right. I just got mine. Get your booster shot. Period.